Life and business can be easy, but us silly humans love getting in our own way. My name is Nico Rapkliss, and I've had a wild journey from releasing traumas that I held on to for decades, to playing college athletics, working with multi-million dollar brands, having a spiritual awakening, and now coaching incredible humans navigate their inner and outer world. The Just Grow Podcast is my outlet to share and help others with life and business. After investing north of $100,000 into my personal and professional development, the Woo Plus Do formula is what has served me best. A healthy combination of mindset, energetics, consciousness, spirituality, self-healing, and discovery match with a high-level strategy, principles, focus, optimization, and accountability to help you be, do, and have everything that has been placed in your heart. This podcast is for the impact-driven entrepreneur that is finally ready to start thriving internally and externally. Welcome to Just Grow. Yo, what's happening, my friends? Welcome to the Just Grow podcast. Here we are having another solo episode. I absolutely enjoy these. Uh, It's just an amazing outlet for me to just express and share what's on my mind, on my heart, and all the things. Because I got a lot in there, and it's it's good to get it out. Uh, Last week, we didn't necessarily have a solo episode. We were gearing up for the podcast that we had on February 2nd. It was incredible. We had Ryan Tamita on of Middle Finger Mantras, talked about masculinity and where that's evolving to and how his his men's group is really taking an active approach to helping men navigate this world. So it was incredible. Uh, Sam Harper blessed us with her sound healing. That was a, a, an experience that I've never really had, specifically at our events. It, it was absolutely incredible. So if you were there, we were really excited to have you. Um, and, and hope that you got some great value from the Just Grow experience. Um, and then um, we're going to have our next one on, on March 29th. It's nothing set in stone in terms of ticket sales or anything like that. It will be on JustGrowPodcast.com when it is available. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then also going to let you know that we are launching a Vision Accelerator group coaching cohort um, here in the next couple of weeks. So if you are interested in that, we're, we're going to line up about five to seven people in that in that group cohort. So if you are interested, there will be a link down in the show notes where you can go out there and learn more about it. And if you have interest in joining the movement and getting activated, removing those subconscious blocks, clarifying what you want, and energetically just attacking life and just being activated, it's so cool. It's so cool. So if that you feel drawn to that, listen to your heart, listen to your body, listen to your mind, and you know take that take that leap. So go ahead and click on that link. It'll take you over. You can learn all about it and then you can jump on a call if you have interest in that. So with all that said, I got some stuff to talk about today. Uh, I'm really excited because I think this is going to kind of be a, a woo and a do type of type of podcast episode. So uh, probably even the title was, it's like, how did I get into a $60,000 room with my iPhone? That I, I definitely wanted to share this because I was at an event, not this past weekend, the weekend before. And so... Um, in order to be in this room, you have to pay a minimum of $30,000 for their year-long mastermind, okay? And then, even on top of that, they even have separate, separate essentially, rooms or dinners or different things for the people that have paid at least two years of their mastermind, so at least $60,000. And so I think it's a pretty cool and unique and interesting story that is jam-packed with a lot of value. So I want to share this. And again, this is a lot more on the do side. It's more like strategical networking and, and adding value to people's lives and 
giving them good emotions and feelings. So they want to be around you and they want to be associated with you and they receive a lot of value. So they want to reimburse that value because of what you gave. So it's going to be that side. And then also, I think at the end of this podcast episode, I'm also going to talk a little bit. I made a post today um, about throwing events and the personal journey that comes with throwing events. It's it's a really interesting journey and it's just constantly evolving the minute I think I kind of have it figured out the minute it slaps me in the face. So I think that could provide a lot of value to you guys as well. So let's dive in. So um, within the networking and how to get into rooms that, um, that I didn't pay for essentially. So uh, in, in terms of monetary, like there's a lot of different ways you like there's you know, when you join it, let's say a mastermind for this example, like a lot of people will just simply pay the money. They say, hey, it's $30,000 to get into this mastermind. And then you get into the mastermind and you receive an equivalent of $30,000, if not far greater. And that's, you know, the mark of a great business. But it ultimately, at the end of the day, it's a value exchange. And so if we can just look at, you know, access as a value exchange, we can start thinking a little bit more creatively. And I'm big on, on cre- creativity. I love creativity. I actually haven't heard of this book. I think it's called The Artist's Way. I'm really interested to pick it up because I think it's a lot about creativity. But I'm always like thinking. I'm always like kind of navigating and, and figuring out like how can I add value so that I can access different things that I don't have to necessarily put down my money. You know, I, I'm constantly investing in myself as well. But again, like how do I maximize things? How do I squeeze all the juice out of it? And this is kind of an interesting story because it's kind of a hybrid of me putting down money, but then also really deepening friendships and relationships and adding a lot of value. So they want me to be in that room. So let's get into it. Well, first and foremost, uh, for this particular company, they basically have two different offers. They have a 10, essentially like a nine, (laughs) excuse me, essentially like an eight, nine K offer which is kind of like their their front end. It has a course that you get coaching with it. It's like a 12-week container. And then they have an offer where it is a 30K a year mastermind if you want to stay in, okay? So for me, at the beginning of last year, I chose to invest into their front program, the you know 8, 9K program. And so, yeah, that was a that was a big jump for me. Uh, probably one of my bigger investments up to this point. You know, I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point over the years, but that was definitely one of the bigger ones. And so I went through the course. I got my coaching. It was great. I got a lot of value from it. And what they did as well is they gave you a, an event ticket with your purchase of their coaching package. So I went to their event and I had a blast. It was actually here in Scottsdale, Arizona. So I was very fortunate to be in my location and that was also like a reason that I bought like I'm very strategic on the type of coaching and mentoring that I get because I want to see like how can I squeeze the most out of this is there potential to build relationships that I can expand on further instead of just feeling like hey I'm another client to them like I'm always thinking about how do I how do I connect and deepen a relationship with anybody that I invest money into because I know that they have something that is of value that's why I'm paying money for it but it's like, how can I extend that? How can I expand that? How can I deepen that? So with that said, I went to their event. And one thing that I absolutely know is a couple things is when you are networking and you are you know, having conversations with people, uh, it's really, really valuable to just make them feel good. First and foremost, okay, this is a little bit back on the woo side. But it's like, 
make people feel good. When people feel good and they associate those good feelings around you to because you're around them, like that's instantly adding a lot more value because most people are just miserable these days. That's the cold, hard reality and it's unfortunate. So if you can just be that person that just elevates them a little bit, makes them feel a little bit better about themselves, there are going to be like, wow, that person was really cool. Like, I feel like I want to hang out with them a little bit more. And that's what I do. It's so unconscious at this point because I've been training myself in communication and influence and persuasion and just deep connecting and and asking questions. I mean, that's what I do on my podcast all the time. That's why I've practiced it a lot and I've gotten really good at asking questions. So one of the things, if you were looking for some tactical stuff, uh, but it really has to come genuinely from the heart, is I'm complimenting people all the time. And I just, I love it because I genuinely like have appreciation for everything about, no, I'm not gonna say like always and everybody, but it's like, if I see someone that's got like a dope jacket on, I'm like, oh, that's a sick jacket. Like, where'd you get that? Something like that. But a lot of times it's much more than just like anything that they've purchased or anything. It's really about things that they can control. Okay, think about that. Like, let's talk about women. Like they really put themselves together and made them look really presentable, then I'd be like, hey, I love your style. Because it's like they put work into that and they're going to appreciate a compliment like that so much more than just like, hey, you're hot, <laughs> right? Uh, so that like really compliment stuff, compliment people on stuff that like they actually worked for and like deserves a compliment and is probably a unique compliment that they don't normally get because I'm always looking at it from the lens like how do I separate myself? Most people are saying the same things, acting the same way. How do I separate myself a little bit so I just stand out of the crowd? Marketing, right? So from there, the other thing I would want to say, I thought there's one other thing. Oh, yeah. I, I oftentimes are just complimenting people's energy. Like I'm so, I'm so woo nowadays that I am just so tapped in with people's energy and I can feel people's energy. I mean, I feel people's energy on a DM, but like, all like feeling people's energy is just like observing and being aware and being present. And so the more that you are more aware, present, and in the moment, you are going to be able to pick up on people's energy. People are telling you everything if you're just paying attention. So listen. Listen to what they're saying. Notice how they're feeling. Like it, it, it comes over time and you start learning body language and eye contact cues and different things like that. But you just start picking up on it in general. And Honestly, like if you just want a blanket compliment that probably would work the majority of the time is I would say something, you notice someone, they have good energy. I just say, hey, I love your energy. Use that 10 times, you'll you'll get a great response, eight, eight out of 10. <laughs> I believe it, if it's genuine, right? So from there, okay, we give people good emotions. We get them feeling good. That's a great way to start. What else do people really value? Well, there's two things that are pretty simple, in my opinion, that can elevate you in ways that has just like astronomically helped my life, okay? One is connections, okay? It's the two C's, connections and content. Connections. So let's say, and this comes back to like really having a conversation with someone, asking good questions, learning about them, understanding them, understanding what they're looking for, what are their challenges, and that's one of the questions I often like asking. Hey, what's what's going on right now? Like, any challenges you're facing? And if they give me something like, oh yeah, you know, like we're we're needing help with, we're trying to find a media buyer right now. 
let's say that's the example. I came into that exactly at um, an event I went to and I was like, oh, cool, I know somebody, I can connect you. And I connected them, boom, made an instant connection right there. Now, you might be saying, oh, I don't know a media buyer if I meet someone that's looking for a media buyer. Cool, that's fine. Because as you start to build your network, you'll find that. But interestingly enough, is if you just, let's say you go to a networking event, someone says they're looking for a media buyer, you can literally go out in the rest of the room and go see if anybody else is a media buyer, right? And then if they are, you immediately connect them. You come, hey, Jim, I wanted you to meet Jake. Jake, I want to meet Jim. Like there's a media buyer, He's he's got an ad agency, whatever it is, then you just connect them. The point is being a connector. This is so imperative. Like the way that you'll expand your network, the way that you'll people will associate good feelings and, and see the value in you, right away, that's very simple, that you don't even need a network. You can just simply like, Learn about someone's challenge, learn what they need help with, go find that person, connect them, and then they've automatically see you in a higher light, okay? So I go into that much, much more in depth. I think I might have made a podcast about it. I know I, we have a whole module in the Vision Accelerator program that's all about this type of stuff and how to do these high-value introductions. It's basically just like building up both sides, making them feel really good, and when they are introduced, then they're associating those good feelings back to you. Again, it's all energy. That's what I always focus on, right? So then the next part, well, I think this is actually one of the best hacks and not too many people actually utilize it. I've been doing this for a while, but it's so much easier nowadays is content, okay? Think about this. I'll tell you a little story. This is how I, this is how I did it. I went to an event. It was in this penthouse. This was probably like six years ago or something like that. It was a really cool environment. I brought my camera. Okay. I like photos. I like videography. That was just like kind of my thing back in the day. Right. And so what I did, there's these guys speaking. There's also like kind of some big wigs. And I took some photos of them while they're speaking in front of an audience. You know, they had the social proof and whatnot. I go up to them afterwards. They're like, Hey, I took these photos. I like color graded them, made them look awesome. And they're like, damn, that's sick, man. I was like, yeah, what's your phone number? I'll send it to you. So then they gave me their phone number and I shot at them. And then I can, I, I got my in there right? Most people are going into a conversation and are trying to take value. I'm just literally delivering value. And then I also have their contact details and I have a way where they're just like, again, I've separated myself. So now I just take that same exact approach. But now that we have iPhones and uh, people that use Androids too, <laughs> I guess, um, you can just airdrop it to people. You can text it to people, but it's so simple and easy to grab some shots. And people always want shots of them. Because especially now that we're living in this culture of you know five second reels, like if you got someone and 20 seconds of them speaking on stage or them just having a conversation, people are asking them questions or whatever it is, just like a cool shot of people, they can literally take that and make that even like a couple different posts on social media. So that's kind of like the formula that I do. And then what ended up happening with this particular company, after I uh, chose to invest into their coaching program, um, they actually came to me because I filmed a whole video from their event and then I posted it to social media and tagged them. They reached back out to me and said, hey, we love your content. What would you think about coming back to our events and being like the behind the scenes type of videographer? You just use your phone and we'll let you just come to all the dinners. We'll let you come to the, you know, the, the masterminds, like everything. And I was like, yeah, say less, done, I'm there. So for the last three events, I've been able to 
literally be in the rooms where people paid $60,000 to be in the room, to have the dinners, to have the conversations, to have the dinner conversations. And I'm just in there, again, running my model of asking questions, giving people genuine compliments, making them feel really good about themselves, connecting people, getting content of them. Then I'm getting content for the whole event and I'm constantly just getting content for people. Hey, I got this shot. Do you want it? Hey, I got this shot of you. Do you want it? And I'm just like spreading my spider web all across that room of all these high value earners. I mean, these people are making anywhere from 20K a month to some of them as you know, high as, as close to a million dollars a month. One guy was like, yeah, we had a little rough month last month, uh, but we'll bounce back. We we're only at 400K, but we'll bounce back. You know, so you know, it was just a really, really impressive room. It was great to be a part of it. I got to soak in all the knowledge, the expertise, got to continue to make connections and build relationships. I got one person that wants to be on the podcast and, you know, I've met some people that could be referral partners. I could met some people that might be just business partners. It's really, really cool. And so moral of the story is that like one, invest in yourself, get in those rooms and then maximize those rooms with compliments connections and content wow i didn't even think about that before i started on this episode but that is a fire way to look at it compliments connections and content that is the masterful way to network and really build relationships off of the investments that you um, have chose to invest in okay but it starts with investing in yourself then you go in you network you push yourself and i'll mind you this guys too is like i am generally speaking more introverted i've just train myself to be extroverted in the situations that require me to be extroverted so that I can get the maximum value out of it while giving maximum value. I truly believe in an even energy exchange. So hopefully that brought you some value. Um, Again, that's a little bit more on the do side. So let's swing back to the woo. We threw an event this last week. Incredible, right? We had a good amount of people, I'd say probably anywhere from like 60 to 70 people in the room. It was really exciting, really fun. Got to interview uh, Ryan Tamita, absolute legend of human being, one of my best friends. And um, we got to talk about friendship. We got to talk about managing relationships. We got to talk about masculinity 2.0. And let me tell you this, throwing events is a journey, just as I've mentioned. And I, when I say that, it's a couple things because there's a big buildup to the event. Like we're constantly marketing. We were, you know, we're managing a lot of DMS of people that are interested in coming to the events. We're inviting a lot of people. We're making a lot of content. Um, we're sending out emails to our list. We're sending out SMS blast. Um, we're organizing all these things with the people that are going to be there. Logistics, making sure the film is in place. The lighting's in place. Like we've trimmed back a lot of stuff. Like, kind of the progression that we went on for a while was like we kept going up we started investing into the events we put in a live performance theater and it just became it started becoming a lot and i put a lot of pressure on myself and then it started not being much fun anymore and it was all about just like the back-end sales of getting people into our our vision video program and then it just like it just it didn't feel as good as when it started when it just like was organic and i realized that and i had to take a step back because I was like, this isn't fun. This isn't why I started. Let's take a step back and let's figure out a new way how we do this. So we literally just restarted and we we did it the exact same way that we did before. Now at the first event at the beginning of the year, we probably had about 30 people. At this next event, you know, it doubled at least. And then 
um, you know, we're throwing another one on March 29th, so who knows how many people will be there. I imagine it probably be around 100 or something like that. Maybe it'll be more. I don't know. And, you know, I, I thought that, like, okay, we're trimming everything down. We're stripping everything back. Like, even having just, like, food and alcohol there. Like, no one ate the food and alcohol. And we're like, why are we wasting time going to get that food and alcohol, paying for it, and no one's even drinking it or eating it? And it's just like every time, every time we had a little, a little complexity, a little add-on, it just added so much more complexity. And so we trimmed it down, and we made it very simple. We put it back into our apartment, our apartment complex's clubhouse. Just made it simple, made it easy. Charged twenty dollars for tickets. Um, they might rise. We're still going to kind of test some stuff, but then like instantly, like we're profitable as well because we're also utilizing some different ways of gathering content instead of paying videographers and photographers just trims down our, our costs much more and we're able to get pretty good content from our, our phones. So we've kind of proven a model. It's much more simplified. It's profitable and we're really excited about that, right? And I was just thinking, like, especially after the January one, is like, okay, like we got this figured out. It's trimmed down. It's it's lean. We're making money. So it's good and we got it figured out. Now we just got to keep throwing events. And yes, that is very true. But at the same time, I already started feeling like a little bit of overwhelm leading up to this event. And I started like my head, my mind started going, oh, we need to get more people. We need to get more people. Because it's interesting as you throw events and you're really putting yourself out there. A lot of times for me, I have associated the amount of people that come to the events with my value as a human being. Now, I'm continuing to navigate through that, but that's kind of just like been my journey. Oh, if this person didn't come to the event, they're mad at me or something like that that's going on in my head. So um, that's kind of like just like the internal journey that I go through. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but I know a lot of people that talk about like putting content out. It's a journey in itself, like feeling that judgment from other people and really putting yourself out there and having that courage. It's just amplified with events. And the other thing that's really interesting is that like I, I absolutely had a blast at our event. Now, I actually got a little sick before the event, and that's why I'm a little stuffy. I don't know if you can tell or not. Uh, but it was because I was just like not priorita- prioritizing my energy, right? I was not prioritizing my energy, and I was putting the event over my energy. And it showed, right? I got a little sick. You know, I figured it out. I got all supplemented it up. I didn't, went to the cold plunge, like got the body right, and it, it worked. But then after the event is a whole nother thing it's almost like i kind of coined it as you know post event blues where it's like you have this big big build up it's a lot of excitement you're a lot of excited and then you actually do it and then it's kind of like a balloon that deflates you're just like you know because it takes a lot of energy to put it all together and then all of a sudden like it just releases and you're like so like saturdays right after the event are an interesting day like I feel very fulfilled we had a blast we were dancing we were laughing we're having a good time we're having deep conversations we're inviting the guests to be a part of the the audience to be a part of the conversation it was a really powerful event it was so much fun we set that intention we wanted to have fun bring a lot of activation energy and we definitely did but even with all that I still experienced a little bit of the post the post event blues if you will so I just wanted to give some perspective on that and help you guys realize not no, no matter what, like if you're putting out content on social media or you're putting out your business or, you know, you're, you're becoming an entrepreneur and things kind of get tough sometimes and you, you kind of question yourself and maybe you even have some of the similar things where you start attaching your worth to different things. 
I just, I'm here to tell you that it's okay. Okay? It's okay that you have those feelings. It's okay that you have those thoughts. And it's part of your journey. Because I did an interview uh, last week. It was actually that morning of the event. I did it with uh, a good friend. His name is Anthony Mink. He owns a uh, eight-figure e-com brand. It's a, they have uh, beard products. And he said something to me in our interview. And he said, the creator, our creator, God, has given us insecurities as blessings. And they're blessings because you get to work through them and you get to overcome these insecurities. And because of that, you are much more fulfilled and you become a much better person in the process of overcoming those insecurities. And so when I heard that, I thought that was a really interesting way to look at your like quote unquote insecurities because we all have them. I've learned so much about human behavior and just humans as a whole, and we all have insecurities, and everyone feels them, right? And so the more aware that you can get of your insecurities, the more that you can put yourself out there and just show that you trust and believe in yourself, that's when you can have a lot of breakthroughs. But it's about just having grace for yourself. You know, part of my story when I was talking about how I put a lot of pressure on the events beforehand, and I was I'm kind of ashamed and embarrassed about that. But then I realized it's like, okay, that's just awareness. That was my journey. That's what I went through. And I got to experience that. And that's okay. And I learned from that. And I grew from that. And now I'm better at my events because of it. But I never would have been able to if I didn't go through that process. So it's really about making peace with where you're at, your current situation, no matter how dark and gloomy it is or how great it is. Like make peace exactly where you're at. Just like I think I heard this a while back. They said that like um, something about like the guys in World War II or something when they're in the bunkers and stuff like that. <laughs> they would always say like the first rule is to make peace with where you're at and then you start moving forward. Okay. If you're not making peace with where you're at, you're not excited about where your current situation is. Find something in that to be excited about. And if you start beating yourself up, like find something within that to be grateful for, to be excited about. The less resistance that you have in this world, it just seems like life's, life seems to flow a little bit more smoothly. So that's what I wanted to share. Trust that that helps in some capacity. If it doesn't, um, too bad. <laughs> um, but you know, I was having a lot of conversations with people around that, uh, especially right after the event because I was sharing some of that stuff up on uh, when I was speaking before we got onto uh, the podcast. Um, so yeah, it seemed to be helping a lot of people. And like, I guess I'll, I'll leave a quote. And they say that hungry people eat crumbs. What does that mean? Hungry people eat crumbs. If you're hungry, you'll settle for anything. But if you're full, you won't eat the crumbs. So it's about filling yourself up first and foremost, not relying on external validation or anything around that. Because if you are, then you'll simply eat crumbs. I'll just leave it at that. That sounds like a good way to end it, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. And again, if you guys want to check out more stuff about Vision Accelerator, if you're feeling like an urge to get activated and remove those subconscious blocks and just elevate your energy to a whole nother level so that you can experience life the way that you want, then uh, there's links down below. And then uh, you can go to justgrowpodcast.com. Um, when that is available, and we'll have tickets ready for March 29th. All right, ladies and gents, appreciate you guys. We'll talk soon.